0: Welcome to a Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Well, Welcome to a new episode of Canadian Investing in the U.S. This week, my guest is Carlos A. Rodriguez or Carlos Rodriguez it has on the screen. But um, Carlos, you want to start by giving one a little bit of a background of, you know. Real estate life, how 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 you progress to where you are. You, you we were just talking beforehand. You gave me a little bit of it to me already, um, but for people who don't know, like that maybe maybe spilled out for them.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, first, thanks for having me on the show. Um, no problem, it's, uh, you know, I love doing these things. Um, <laughs> you know, as far as my my background, I I've, I've been investing in real estate for you know about fifteen years. Um, in that time period, you know, over the last twenty years i I was a financial planner, yeah, um, and you know got to a point where I was looking at my real estate portfolio and then looking at my clients' portfolios, you know, with mutual funds and segregated funds and all this other stuff. yeah, and uh, I mean, it just there was no comparison, right? so i um I kind of changed my my practice to helping. Um, my clients get into the real estate market and and figuring out real estate investments. Um, But, you know, at the same time, you have those people that they don't want to step into real estate. So still, still help them out with that, even as uh, misguided as I think that would be, but whatever, that's me. You know, you can only show, you can only show them the path, right? Um,
0: sorry, I had to cut you off right off the start, but you, we were thinking of talking something completely different, but it just gave me one question right there. So if you're going from being like a financial planner and giving that kind of advice, and then you start becoming interested in real estate, the hard part, and I think a lot of reasons that financial planners don't push real estate is because there's not a way for them to get paid. Did you find a way to make that work? Well, yeah. I mean, we'll typically... Typically, I would
1: I would be a, a joint venture partner part of it yeah. in in the deal or um, some people just right. wanted to um, invest from a distance yep you know so uh, I'd help them try and, and figure stuff like that out. Um, there were you know different funds at the time that would invest into real estate specifically. Yep. so you know that would be be part of the deal as well, right? Uh, but absolutely. Sorry,
0: sorry I sidelined you a little bit there. It just, it just popped. No, out. no, it,
1: it's a it's a completely valid question. I mean, you know, as a as a financial planner, you're you're essentially a salesman, right? So,
0: yeah.
1: How are you going to get paid? But at the same time, you know, you get up you get up in the morning and it's like, this is garbage, you know, like the the with the mutual funds and how do I, how do I look people in the face and say, oh yeah yeah, you got to buy this stuff. This is great and I said, well there's better alternatives you know and and in my opinion i grew up investing in real estate um, my my dad was a, a very successful real estate agent and my grandfather when he came to canada um, was a finnish carpenter bought and sold real estate as well so i got i got that sense right from a young age that uh, there was a certain certain way to do things as far as investments were concerned right so um it it was just always something in the back of my mind, and then when you actually pull the trigger and you're, you know, you're knee deep in in both both camps. Yeah, you get to see, you get to see the 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 good, the bad, and the ugly,
0: right? Yep, love it. So, okay. So you, you, you started in like, well, not necessarily starting cause you're kind of doing them both at the same time. So, um, I just sort of cut off your story. That's where I was trying
1: to get <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no way. Hey. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was, uh, I was a financial planner for 20 years. Um, I just recently sold my practice. Um, just got to a point where you gotta be laser focused, right? I mean, you can try to do a lot of things and, um, you know, I think that's how I lost all my hair was, being, being in in multiple camps yeah um, I had a mortgage brokerage as well you know that uh, I had uh, a few people working for me yeah for a little bit and um, just came to a point where it was you know what we gotta we gotta be focused and uh, um, I ended up discovering you know real estate down in the states yep the Midwest is is pretty much where where I like to focus uh, primarily Ohio and um, you know, just kind of over the last few years, have have been focused down there. Um, you know, helping my investors as well. That uh, now there's a. It just seems like there's this wave building of people who are more and more interested. I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, buying a fixer-upper in Ontario now, it's you're you're putting your your life savings on the line, right? So. Yep, not I mean
0: anymore
1: <laughs> you know oh, gee, I mean it was just the, a few weeks back that uh, uh, I was sitting down with uh, an investor of mine that he still hasn't been convinced to go to the states um, but you know we were looking at at do I, I do a lot of duplex conversions right buy a in uh, Ontario yeah a <laughs> bungalow you know buy a bungalow turn it into a, a legal suite you know the basement into a legal suite or put some adus in, in the backyard or something like that <clears throat> and um, we were looking at one property and i mean we ended up realizing that with the interest rates with the, the 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 prices of real estate by the time we had bought the house renovated it put the the downstairs unit put the adu in in the backyard which i mean it was a huge property um in the city
0: yeah
1: and uh and in, in hamilton i mean he would have been out of pocket almost a half million dollars if not more and we would have been splitting you know a cash flow of a thousand dollars so all that for a thousand bucks a month No, that that's too much risk right so um anyways obviously that deal didn't go through um but uh you know the the in the states you know like you probably know i mean. You can go down there, and I mean, the last deal that I I finished off was uh, I bought two townhouses for seventy five thousand dollars a piece. You yep. know what I mean? Like it's it's crazy. It's, they need rent Uh, very minimal. It was it was in a, a part of Cleveland, um, in the Coventry area. I don't know okay. if you know anything about Cleveland, but Coventry. I'm, a, I'm buying my <laughs>
0: first uh, Cleveland property on Tuesday. I've been okay. the west side of uh, of Ohio for my investing journey in the last few years, but uh, slowly moving over to the east side or northeast.
1: Nice, nice. <laughs> so Coventry, Coventry is, is uh, on, or at least where I bought the the property was on the outskirts of where the trendy area was in that area, right? In the Coventry area. Um, Coventry has a lot of uh, those trendy restaurants and just, you know, it's, it's steadily growing. So I bought on the fringes of that and, um, it's uh it's turning out fantastic they rent rented very quickly yeah. and um very minimal kind of it was more yeah. get it rent ready you know and With, uh, yeah.
0: what kind of rents do you get for something uh, for a 75k property there that one that one
1: <laughs> i'm almost embarrassed to say uh each one was 1450 a month plus utilities
0: 1450 per unit that's a home run for 75k
1: yeah yeah and i mean Oh, no,
0: 1450 per per duplex, right?
1: Per, per, per apartment, yeah.
0: Per apartment, so like well, $1,900 a month, or do you mean like $1,400 like each one? October 21st, we are hosting a conference in Mississauga at the Doubletree. Um, we have some amazing speakers lined up. Brady McDonald, Quentin D'Souza, Felix Vortman, uh, Arlen Bonin, myself, Adam Rass, Ali Ajami, Brent Green. The conference is called Canadians Investing in US Multifamily. Um if you're looking for more information, please go to glensutherland.com slash conference. Let me let me just explain how that it <laughs> okay, looks like right. one house, but it's actually they, they
1: ended up um registering this property or these two properties incorrectly. Um it was it was advertised as a duplex, but it's actually two townhouses semi detached. Oh yeah, I love it. Right? So, uh, you know, three bedroom, one bath in each one, right? Yeah. Up and down, everybody's got a basement as well. They've got their own backyard. Um, the one side has a as a garage. So, you know, uh, getting yeah. fourteen fifty, it was it was a piece of cake.
0: That's awesome! Like wow, that that's awesome. Yeah, no, I, those are my favorite properties. Is the the side by side duplexes i'm using quotations but the the side-by-side ones i find the tenants stay longer too if you got like an up-down duplex they're like they end up pissing each other off <laughs> and, yeah. you know, and they don't have their own like designated backyard and you know little stuff like that right and honestly even when you have a duplex it's up down you end up cutting the grass and shoveling the snow or having you know paying someone to do it but whereas if you have them in a side-by-side a lot of times you can treat it just like it's their own and they can do that for yeah. you Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So I mean, that's that's the type of of property that I like down there. Um, I haven't I haven't ventured into the commercial real estate down there yet, uh, simply for the fact that if there's a need to offload the property quickly, yeah, it's it's a piece of cake. And uh, Cleveland being um, very popular with foreign investors. Um, I mean, if I did have competition, you know, you might have one or two people competing with you on on a really nice deal. You know, if the numbers are really working and it's been on the market for a while, you end up with at least one competing offer sometimes. But if I am, it it tends to be somebody from like Israel or Europe or something along those lines. Very, very often that tends to be the case, not somebody, you know, over here
0: yeah um i wanted to get talking about uh our original topic but before we go to that because just because i we got on this other side topic i love it um <laughs> you know um you bought a 75k duplex and you had to do a light rhino any any obstacles any is it just been smooth sailing usually there whenever i'm talking to people there's there's some stuff that either I had to figure out didn't know or stuff that just didn't go to plan
1: not on this property, thankfully. By yeah. this property, I I have my team, you know, set up that I can I can go to and have confidence that uh, things are going to work out as planned for the most part. Yeah. Um. It was more my my very first property, uh, in Cleveland. It if if there was an obstacle to run into, I ended up running into it. You know what I mean, And you know, like I for the most part, I consider myself a fairly intelligent individual, right? Yeah. But it's you know you end up you know, you try to do the best research that you can on the particular area or the people that you're working with. But at the end of the day, it's it's uh, you're testing, right? Oh. as you move along. and um I ended up I ended up with a property manager, um who I had hired to manage the project that I was working on at the time. And, uh, you know, refer was a referral from someone who uh, I consider, you know, very, very adept at real estate investing as well. And, um, you know, checked him out. I mean, it was 35, five-star Google reviews, um, you know, government contracts, the whole, you know, I mean, the, it was just checkbox, 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 you know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, What I didn't realize is that in Ohio, as a professional, if you're putting your services out, you have to be licensed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that down there. Yeah, property managers have to be attached to a brokerage. (laughs) Yeah, the license, yeah. This guy
1: wasn't, this (laughs) guy wasn't. And, um, you know, anyway, long story short, it ended up that uh, uh, he was trying, he, he had brought in the contractor who I had met and vetted as well and had some, you know, he had uh, a good portfolio under his belt. Um, ended up that he wanted, he was trying to, he hired this guy, gave me a price and then tried to fire him um, and and bring in somebody much, much cheaper to do the job. And uh, I mean, it was a whole dramatic experience, you know, like yeah. I, I, <laughs> If you want the story, I mean, like, it's, it's a, you know, it's one of those kind of jaw dropping, like what that happened. Um, so basically I get a call from the contractor cause I had met him, met the, the original contractor yeah. and, uh, but didn't meet his partner. The partner's uh, mother was, was in the hospital at the time. And, you know, he couldn't meet with me. Yeah. This becomes part of the story later on.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, I get a call, I go back, I come back to Canada and I get a call a couple of weeks later from the contractor saying, you know, the uh, the, the, the property manager is not giving us enough money to keep the, the job going. I'm, you know, now bringing money out of pocket, so to keep your job going. Okay, let me get in touch with, you know, see what's going on. Yeah. End up having a conference call with or trying to have a conference call with the property manager uh the contractor and myself and rather than it being the guy that i've been talking to and seems to be the head of the the you know the the business for the contractor i end up having the the partner right oh okay okay i've never i've never talked to this guy and uh, he's oh you know I'm so sorry that your project is behind schedule. My mom ended up passing away. Uh, and that's why I haven't been on on the job. So I, obviously I can't yeah. lean into this guy. for the <laughs> no, not, It's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're kind of stuck. So I'm like, okay. He's like, don't worry about it 10 days and we'll have the job back on, on schedule. So I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. We ended the call there basically. And uh, I get a call later on that night from the guy that I've been dealing with this whole time. Like, well, I was kind of surprised that you weren't on the call. And uh, so, you know, it was like, well, but, you know, um, your, your partner, Frank, he ended up telling me that, uh, you know, uh, his mom had passed away and that's why the job wasn't there. But anyway, things should be up and running shortly. He starts laughing. I'm like, why are you laughing? Your partner's mom died and you're laughing? He's like, I don't know who you were talking to, but it wasn't Frank. So it wasn't his partner was somebody completely just out of the blue, you know, that uh, the property manager had brought on to impersonate the contractor. So what, anyway, long story short, I ended up, you know, firing the property manager and, you know, uh, he had a bunch of cash there that I ended up losing. Um, Big investigation down there. You know, he, he's, he's basically on the run now and, uh, Turned out that uh, this property manager was embezzling money from multiple landlords. I mean, we're talking about lawyers, doctors, you know, people who are investing from afar as well. And uh, this guy took them all to the cleaners, basically. Um, but uh, apparently he's on, on the run. And um, the thing is, is that when you go to the police down there, and you think you know this is a, a criminal investigation that's going to happen? Yeah. Um. They basically said to me, "Is like, well, did he have a gun to your head when you gave him the money? No, obviously not. Well, take- then it's a civil matter, oh. and they can't, they won't do it. Like, well, at what point? How much money do does he have to steal from people before it becomes a criminal matter, right? So anyway, that was that was probably the most dramatic of of the. Uh, uh, problems that I, I've, I've had down there, but uh, ultimately you learn your lesson. You know, if you're going to work with a property manager anywhere, you know, make sure that they're licensed, make sure that they've got the errors and in omissions insurance, you know, your contractors as well. Um, ended up finding some, some great contractors down there, uh, after these guys and, uh, now it's, it's pretty much smooth sailing. I mean, you find yeah. the right property and
0: you go from there. Yeah, figured out the bugs, fix the bugs, move on, do another one. Well, that's what we do, right? Like we're remote investors. It's always, it's, and honestly, if you are always buying the properties that have no issues at all, then you probably paid too much because usually <laughs> the, <laughs> the ones that you're gonna get the super discounts are gonna want be the ones that keep you up at night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what keeps me up yeah. at night is all these uh dealing with issue after issue. My brain just doesn't turn off. Um Well, maybe- I mean,
1: we're not investors, we're firefighters, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Anyway, I want to change uh I want to change gears a little bit. Um you sent me over your book, property profits. Um, I think this is uh <laughs> this be it's gonna be great to talk about a little bit. So um, you got a book done, um, you're talking about, uh, you know, in the book, six strategies to build uh, your portfolio. Maybe you want to go into a bit of that. Hello, everybody. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that I created a new coaching program. I believe the new coaching program has way more value than any of the programs that have even existed in the past. What we've done is pre-recorded all the lessons so that you can work through it at your own pace, which is pretty cool. And then we're going to meet up on a regular basis to answer the questions, do deal analysis, and actually spend our time together working on things instead of spending our time learning things. I think this will make a seamless transition to buying in the United States and will help you solve a lot of your problems. If this is of in- interest to you, go to glensutherland.com coaching. I hope to help you guys invest in the United States and I hope we provide as much value as possible. Back to the podcast. Well the,
1: uh, the book the book's geared more for the the novice investor okay yeah. somebody who's just coming into it um, might you know maybe they're not fully convinced on real estate as an investment, but you know need that those little tidbits you know to get them get them over the hump or or even to broaden their horizons as far as different avenues to take with with an investment. Um, I never personally like to go into an investment that uh, is only going to have one strategy for exit, right? I I like to have multiple strategies just in case, you know, it's the economy changes, changes. yeah, Yeah, market changes, you know, you've got interest rates all of a sudden shooting up, whatever the the case may be. Um, Because, I mean, you know, if if you're going to buy a a fixer-upper, for example, you're not going to be renting this out for you know a couple of months, maybe, right? And a lot can happen in in that time period. So, um, having multiple exits um, definitely definitely comes.
0: Well, you have to. It, honestly, I keep preaching that to everybody. You gotta have to have multiple. If this property only works as an Airbnb, that's not a good idea. They keep You're, changing yeah. the rules. They keep changing. You have a property that only works as a lease option. It's not good either. You need to, you need to have a multiple, you don't know what, like you just said, I'm regurgitating your, your thing, but you don't know if a renovation is going to go out of whack. You don't know if, you know, something is going to happen. You have to pivot uh, market appraisals. Aren't going doing well, but maybe selling prices are doing well. Maybe it's the opposite way around. Right. Um, you you Man, just have to be flexible. For- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so so gonna but you- the number's
1: going to work, right? The numbers have to work. And, uh, at the end of the day, uh, you have to have a base, a base strategy um, and the book, I mean, I, I go into um, the burst strategy, you know, arbitrage with Airbnb on a, on a slightly, um, you know, just private lending if you need and a few others. Um,
0: That's good. I think a lot of people don't realize all the strategies that even exist in <laughs> and, and that's the thing
1: right i mean you look at hgtv and it's so oh, you we, the only thing i can do is flip or a rent you know which is not the case at all and um you know once you once you start diving into that that environment or the the community i guess you know it's uh when i first started i was surprised at at the the kind of community revolves around real estate investing and um anyways this uh, the book was it's it's supposed to be a, a an easy read um yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's because,
0: 120 pages so it's not it, like, yeah well, most people listen to this and don't watch it but it's you know about 120 pages thick <laughs> not, it's not like the thickest like you know some, some of those books are massive so yeah no but, uh, it this is high level you know, it's
1: meant to be an enjoyable read. Um, I'll give you a couple of stories and whatnot that' yeah, I've, doing I've gone through it in there and and um you know how I ended up getting started. Um you know, as a as a financial planner, you know, I, I don't want to give too much away from the book. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> no problem. Oh, no problem. nobody will buy it. No. <laughs> um, no, but um it, it when I when I for, first kind of realized the power of it, even you know. The fact that I had grown up in it, in, in you know, watching real estate investors doing their thing like through my dad and through my grandfather, uh, you still don't get a sense of um, just the real power that real estate investing can can have on, on your lifestyle. Um, I mean, <clears throat> it was while I was a financial planner that um, my, I was at the time, you know, still living with my parents. And uh, we, we were living in a semi-detached property. The guy that owned the, the the property next door was a real estate investor, and ended up talking to him. He was a principal, and you know, anyway, he ended up having sixty five units. I'm like, holy moly! Uh, you know, yeah, it's good. Growing yeah. up, my my dad had 10, 10 properties, right? That's and, still and really
0: good. <laughs>
1: it was still great, but then the guy he comes with sixty five. Like, that just blew the doors off of what I, I was uh, was uh, you know expecting, and um, so, long story short, you know he starts telling me about all the things, and this guy was always difficult to get a hold of, you know when I wanted to get a, an, a he ended up actually being um, a client of mine later on. Uh, I had, ended up inheriting his his life insurance policy that his mom had bought for him years prior. It was just coincidence and um anyway always tried to get an appointment with this guy he was always so difficult because he was traveling all the time yeah and his his him and his wife would they would pack a bag they'd go to pearson and they'd see what's good that's awesome looking at the menu that's awesome I, i gotta get to there you know that's that was where i wanted to be um as far as lifestyle was concerned right and um that's when it the the light bulb really kind of came on for me, and um anyway, um here I am
0: here
1: you are. <laughs> I haven't haven't got to the point yet where I can just go to Pearson and see you know well what's good, but uh uh it's getting there it's
0: getting, it's getting there. there no it's a and that's the thing is you just need to be able to travel, you need to have some time freedom it's you, you know it's honestly that that's the hardest part too as as you grow this out and you get more and more properties is unless you build something out you're just going to end up replacing your nine to five job with all your time going to managing all these properties even if you have property management it's still not passive anyone tells you passive they're lying (laughs) (laughs) well you know know what
1: and and correct i mean this has been my experience yeah investing in in cleveland and places like toledo and whatnot from afar where you can't just get in your car and get, you know, be there in, in five, 10 minutes, right? Like yeah, if I, I had, can, had can my my investments here in Hamilton, um, you know, it forces you to to look at this as a business, you know, and, and delegate what needs to be delegated when it needs to be, delegated. you know what I mean? It, you're acting as the CEO of your company, right? and um anyways it's uh it's been a a, an interesting evolution in how i've done things in the past that's awesome
0: that could be a whole other book
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's the next one one. i'm already working on it i'm already working on it
0: that's awesome carlos um if um People want to find your book. People want to get in hold of you. Want to see what kind of you know investment opportunities you have in uh, in Cleveland or wherever else. You, who knows where you'll expand to, right? Who, or maybe you just keep growing out Cleveland. Um, how do they find your book? How do they find you?
1: Yeah, it's on it's on Amazon. Uh, as far as the book's concerned, um, just Google, uh, just search property profits and Carlos, and it should come up. Um, one of the the, the first searches. Yep. unfortunately, if you just go property profits, it doesn't come up for some reason. Really? Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. Um, but uh, uh, even just the title doesn't bring up the book. It's just I don't know what's up with Amazon search engine, but you got to put you my put name in. in
0: yeah, you put your name in there too. Okay.
1: Yeah, um, and it'll come right up. Um, out, like, I'll try
0: and find that. Or you send me a link and then I'll throw it in the show notes, and then uh, maybe we'll shortcut you know, the process for people.
1: There you go. Perfect that'll work. Um, <clears throat> as far as my contact information, there's a bunch of links in the book that, uh, that'll, that'll get you in touch with me. Um, and uh, you know, we can have a, a, a conversation if if the person's interested in doing some kind of investments down there and um, you yeah, know, we'll take it from there.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on the, the show, Carlos. Um, always the, the favorite uh, episodes are ones where people are having an issue and solving a problem. And then, um, people are always looking to learn, right? So I think this will be a great, great, a lot of interest for a lot of people. Uh, for okay. Yeah, appreciate I really appreciate your time coming on here.
1: Thanks for having me. That was a nice video. Bye.